this? Want to see a neat trick? I can get everyone to stop focusing for the first time in four days on that magnificent NFL draft. And I can do it with just two words. Ready? Miles Jack. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. Yes, it was a wonderful draft. It was uplifting and important enough that, my goodness, I worked over a weekend for you getting you two extra daily shots, and they contained no small amount of conveyed exuberance from what's going on and what I sensed over at the South Side from rounds one through seven, but especially rounds one through three. Just an amazing event. I don't know about you guys, but uh, even with other significant stuff happening in sports, including locally with the Pirates performing way above everybody's expectations, some tremendous Stanley Cup playoff games going on over the weekend. I have not been able to stop thinking about this draft, how it came to be, uh, what impact it'll have on the depth chart at each separate position. Uh, It's fun unto itself. But then here is where I drive into, I don't want to call it a cement wall, but at least one of those annoying plastic barrels near the side of a construction zone on a highway. It's something like that a lot more than it is some big, terrible thing. There are positions that I feel still need to be addressed from a depth standpoint in most cases, but at least in one, a lot more prominent than that. I don't have a problem with adding Cole Holcomb and Elandon Roberts to the inside linebacker mix. I definitely don't have a problem with watching Devin Bush take off for Seattle. If he were to take off even further than that, it would feel a whole lot safer from the football standpoint. But Miles Jack is still sitting out there. He's still a free agent. I can tell you that the only reason, the only reason, he didn't stay with the Steelers is that they looked at eight-digit cap hit and said, we're not going to do that. We have other things that we need to look at, and probably more relevant to this discussion, Jack had the grade three separation of the groin and was banged up in other ways as well. He wasn't on the field at 100% anywhere near as much as he would have liked. He did play to his credit, maybe even to his detriment, but he wasn't out there the way he wanted to be out there. He was real candid about it. A terrific guy, by the way. One of my favorite to deal with in that room, in addition to having been a a pretty nice adult presence for Bush, something Bush and I talked about quite a bit. This is a, a guy that you want when he's healthy, when he's all the way there, and not at anywhere near the cap hit that he was going to require if the Steelers had just said, well, we're just going to keep him. So he's still out there, and there isn't that much of a market for inside linebackers. The draft has come and gone. The teams that did want 
an inside linebacker, even just for depth purposes, could have drafted them. But as I'd been saying on here for months, there wasn't going to be a solution to the Steelers' inside linebacker issue in that draft. And there wasn't. There wasn't. There couldn't have been. There weren't players. And sure enough, they go all the way through the entire process and come away with exactly zero. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect, rigor, relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. But this is where, and to really lay this out, Omar did kind of blurt out at the close of his final press conference, which he did jointly with Mike Tomlin uh, Saturday afternoon, that there's more business to be conducted. Uh, He didn't say what that was. He only mentioned uh, specifically the undrafted free agents. That's not a big deal. He also said if there are any other positions that we need to address. Well, that's inside linebacker. Okay. We could have said before Thursday at 7.59 p.m., that it was corner, that it was a third uh, outside linebacker or edge rusher, however you prefer to classify that position. It was defensive line, and of course, there was inside linebacker. Now, out of that whole group, Joey Porter Jr. comes in. He's the corner. Nick Herbig out of Wisconsin is added as a fourth rounder for edge rusher. And, you know, we'll see what it is that he does or doesn't get done, but at least there was something put into that, and he doesn't need to log more than 20, 25 snaps a game. Defensive line, you're talking about Keanu Benton, who looks like he's going to be a guy who comes right in and starts at nose tackle. Heck, if you're one of those who who put left tackle, offensive tackle into the mix, you know, you've obviously got somebody that you picked up for that, too. Not for inside linebacker. And I think and hope that this is that stage where whatever it was that went into the release, hopefully it was all amicable. I'm sure it was professionally conducted on Omar's part. That it's a good time, I think, for the team to reach out to Miles, have him come into the facility, have him go through a physical with people that he knows and trusts, lay out the scenario that's in front of him. He's only 27 years old. This isn't some guy who's breaking down or something. You know, if he's healing up, he's healing up. Groins will tear, ligaments will tear, and they will also mend. He is still not exactly the type of linebacker that you'd want to complement Holcomb and Roberts, but it's not a perfect world in that regard. It's just not. We have seen that now for years. The Steelers can't just sit here waiting and hoping that another Ryan Shazier is going to fall from the sky. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Might as well go get Miles. Add him into that inside linebacker mix. Uh, Without getting mean here, I really, really, really don't think that player is going to be Mark Robinson in the coming year, as I've heard at least a little bit from the inside. Not until he shows that he can do any level of pass coverage, which he hasn't done to date. We come back, J1Q. 
Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George. LGKG is a personal injury law firm in western Pennsylvania that represents people hurt in car accidents or who need help with workers' comp or medical malpractice. When the attorneys at LGKG make you a promise, they keep it. They've been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. LGKG's been AV rated, the highest rating a law firm can receive, and they've been designated super lawyers. That's actually a thing for over 15 years. It's a rare combination. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. Learn more about them by visiting lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. LGKG. comes from Gabe, who says, Hey, DK, Darnell Washington is one of my favorite picks, number 93, and most of that comes from his outstanding ability as a blocker. I wonder how much of Matt Canada's scheme had been considered in the draft process, not only for him, but also for Broderick Jones at 14. Both of these guys have the ability to get upfield quickly, and I'm thinking about the potential all those jet sweeps that we've been sick of for the past two years. Does Canada's scheme become more viable now? First answer to your multiple questions there, Gabe, is I don't care. I I don't care that anything would or would not have been done to suit a scheme that was as simplistic, as unimaginative, and as, here it comes, Saturday as his was. I'll say it again. I'm open to Canada, I don't know, finding his inner genius sometime between now and the next time the football flies in the air. I don't think it'll happen, but I'm open to it. If it does happen, you won't hear me hedging on it. But to look at his body of work in the NFL and to say, boy, we'd like to get some players that fit that scheme. (laughs) Oh, thanks. No, thanks. Second, and I can say this comfortably in the same breath, yeah, I do think they're going to be a good fit for it. I really do think they're going to help. I think they can make a significant difference over on the edges, whether it's Calvin Austin, whether it's George Pickens, whoever it is that would be doing these end-arounds. If you have people of the stature and the voracity and the hunger of Jones and Washington – They will eat people on those ends. They'll get on top of them and they'll force them downward, like they'll face plant them. You will find more holes and more openness, and as a result, you know, better yardage. It'll become more of a threat as opposed to not being a threat at all. So it'll go from zero to wherever it is that it goes. So if I sound like I haven't exactly changed anything on Canada, there's no reason for me to. There's no reason. There haven't been any games played. They had a couple of nice drives, late in games, late in the 2022 season. They absolutely improved their overall running attack, averaging 146 yards per game over the final nine, during which they, of course, went seven and two. That's, that's to everyone's credit including Canada's. But man, talking about getting draft picks to fit 
what it is that he wants to do, and that just makes me want to take a shower. You know, he he's not worth that. He hasn't shown himself to be worth that. Maybe he will. Sure hasn't to date. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. All you happy people. Let's do this again tomorrow.